it's January 18th, January 18th, 2022, if you're listening when this podcast comes out. And if you are like, I don't know, every single one of my clients, you may be saying, Michelle, it's only week three of this new year and I'm already behind. How is that even possible? How? How is it possible that in less than three weeks, so many brilliant people could be saying that they are behind? Today, I have my client's permission, one of my oldest and dearest clients, to explore this thought that is popping up, not just for her, but for so many of us within the first three weeks of 2022. And this this particular client is one who's been with me the longest and created a lot of transformations for herself through coaching and her willingness to interrogate the thoughts that are in her brain and just seem true. And she's built something really amazing in the past few years. And maybe, just maybe, there'll be something you resonate with, something you see in her situation and her thoughts that might give you another approach or another perspective about where you find yourself. This week on the podcast, my client, me. Hello, veg heads, veg your besties. Welcome back to Veg Your Best, the plant-based podcast. My name's Michelle Olander. I'm a certified life coach, a practicing vegan, and I'm here every week to encourage you to eat more plants and set an impossible goal, whatever that is for you. Today, it's episode 72, Coaching Yourself with the Model. So this week, I guess every single one of my one-on-one clients said essentially the same thing to me. Michelle, I'm already behind. I have one client struggling with a home organization project. She has some rooms to organize and declutter before putting her house on the market in the spring. There's another client who thought she would have a higher word count on the book she's writing by now. Another Another one's lost three pounds in 2022, but she wanted to lose eight by the end of this month. Now, even though it isn't the end of the month yet, she has decided that she's behind. Now, another client is still sometimes drinking cow's milk in her coffee because her favorite coffee place doesn't have the non-dairy creamer she prefers, and she forgets to bring the oat milk creamer that she likes with her. So she's decided to consider that she is behind. Rather than notice that this is a huge change from last year and that this is now, as far as I can see, the only animal product that she is still eating. Now another client has done all her presentations for a brand new business and she's reached out to all the people But no, they haven't responded yet, and she is saying she's behind because 
The leaders of the groups that she wants to partner with are short-staffed and not ready to move forward quite yet. But my client is stuck on making that mean that she is behind. And me? I caught myself right there with them this week. I caught myself in the exact same place. Within the first couple of weeks of 2022, I kept having that intrusive thought, I am behind. And I'm guessing that you may be finding yourself in this situation too. Especially if you've got that nice, clean, shiny new calendar on the wall, or it's a new quarter at work or a new semester at school for you or your kids. Or maybe you've created some new plan for a goal at home or at work or your health or adding some new fun or project into your life. And maybe you bought a new notebook. (laughs) So this is how it goes. My client says, I'm behind. Well, what does that mean? I might ask. Well, it means I'm behind, Michelle. I was supposed to be there, and I am only here. So I might say, really? Is that true? Explain to me how you can be behind. So here is where I often, and when I say often, I actually mean always, here's when I often get an exasperated look or reaction. Okay, okay, Michelle, I see what you're saying, but I had this plan for my goal, and I am not where I should be on this plan to accomplish this goal. But is that really true? Is this plan the only way that this goal will ever happen? Or is it just one plan? Everyone who has ever accomplished their goals? Have they always had one plan and implemented that one plan perfectly from beginning to end with no tweaks, no changes, no updates, nothing changed based on data or feedback or evaluating? I wonder if you'd ask yourself, everyone who ever, say, lost weight, Did they lose 1.7 pounds per week each and every single week? Everyone who ever sold a house, did they declutter and clean two rooms per week? Every book that was ever written, every running plan, every business that was built, every graduate degree that was earned every January vegan challenge, have these results always been accomplished by a plan that rolled out in, what would you say, mathematically even increments as envisioned before the plan even began? So here's where I get another exasperated sigh, usually, usually, because the reaction is, but if I let myself off the hook, if I don't care that I'm not where I planned, it will never happen. It will never come to fruition. I will never accomplish what I'm going for. That's it, right? That's the painful thought. That's the thought that's even worse than I'm 
behind. I'm behind on my plan and I'm making that mean that I'm never going to reach my goal. I'm behind on my plan and that means I'm a failure. I'm behind on my plan and that means I'll never have what I want. I'll never be what I want. I'll never do what I want. So when we look at the model, remember the model? That's the five-part awareness framework tool that I discussed a lot more in episode 68, I think. But a quick recap is the model. Line one, circumstance. The data, the facts. For example, where you are on your plan. Line two, thought. What you make that fact or that data mean inside your brain. Line three, feeling. The feeling in your body when you think that thought. Line four, actions. All the actions, all the ways you show up and interact, all the things you do or don't do when you're feeling that feeling. And then line five, the result. The result you create in your own life when you take those actions based on your thought and feeling. So today, as my longest my longest client, I'm going to share my model. Because in the first couple of weeks of January 2022, I noticed that I was having this exact same thought in my own life. I'm so behind. And yes, I have a coach, but I also coach myself all the time. Plus, my coach is actually on vacation. So my model, I have a life in January 2022 that includes a lot of things, probably just like your life, job, family, house, bills and finances, maintenance, health, food preparation, Wordle. Do you know this daily word puzzle, Wordle? So my daughter sucked me into this this week, and I am thoroughly hooked, and I want to talk to the behavioral psychologist who can explain why Wordle is so strangely compelling. Okay, so that's part of my day, doing the Wordle puzzle. So to do the model, I usually just begin by scribbling out a few of the things that are top of mind, the things that seem like a problem or that seem to be bugging me. For example, whoever or whatever is ruining my life at the time. And so this week, this week, it's a bunch of stuff. Changed plans going back to Massachusetts from Florida because of COVID. Husband tested positive. My tests have been inconclusive. But as you can hear in my voice, I have all the symptoms. So I've been feeling sickly, achy, tired, enough said. So now all the plans, all the plans I've made, in-person appointments, doctor and dentist appointments, all the things I carefully scheduled, for the week that we're back in Massachusetts, now need to be rescheduled. Some of my Zoom appointments with coaching clients changed, and those got rescheduled. But I'm actually not 100% sure yet when I'll be flying back to Western Mass. So I don't want to reschedule and then change that again. And there, I'm going to clue you in. That's another one of my long-held, practiced beliefs. Appointments should not be changed. 
I picked that up somewhere along the way in my family, and I can get really tense about changing appointments. My coach called those unconscious contracts. Unconscious contracts, like long-held beliefs about something that something that we took on as children that we made an agreement with ourselves to avoid in order to avoid unpleasantness, interactions that were painful or scary or negative, to avoid feelings of being in trouble or judged. Does any of that resonate for you? When you need to ask people to change their schedules for you or when they change their schedules with you, Anyway, I scribbled out all the changes, all my symptoms, all my complaints and inconveniences, the quarterly taxes that need to be paid, but I don't have checks with me because I was supposed to be at home this week in my office. I scribbled it all out. Things like, well, I don't know whether to change my appointments now or until I know what the new flight's going to be. But of course, my husband has a whole list of his own appointments and logistics that will need to be rescheduled. So in my scribbled out thought download, I'm thinking things like, I can't even make a plan until he makes his plan. Again, not exactly accurate, but it feels true. And it felt true when I wrote it down. And then of course, there is my plan. My New Year's plan for January, not just my appointments with my clients, but posting on Instagram, writing the Veg Your Best newsletter, reaching out to vegan businesses about being on the pod, editing the michelleolandercoaching.com WordPress site for search engine optimization. That's been on my list of things to catch up on for months. And the number one goal, my top priority for January 2022, was to batch some content for this podcast. Number one goal, the highest priority on my list. It was to get ahead and have four or five podcast episodes recorded and ready to go so that I am never again scrambling at the last minute like this week. And that's how it feels, scrambling this week again. And I have all the excuses in the book, flights, covid change of plans, cancellations, feeling sickly, husband feeling sickly and in the house all day, which makes me think it's harder to work and record when he's in the house. All the excuses. And I can point to the plan that I wrote on my calendar, which says that I was going to record one additional podcast each week so that every month I would have between three and five extra podcasts recorded. So you can understand where I'm coming from when I look at that plan and I say, oh my gosh, it's only January 18th and I am already behind. I'm behind for January. I'm behind for the year. So remember the model? Circumstance. Let's put it in the model. The circumstance is I had a goal on my January calendar to have recorded let's say four extra podcasts in January, above and beyond the weekly ones I publish. 
And I promised my sound guy, Charlie, that I'd be on track. See, I'm adding a lot of drama to my circumstance. Broken promises. Remember, when you're doing your model, your circumstance should be as boring and factual and low drama as humanly possible. So on my January calendar to-do list, I wrote record four extra podcasts. That's what it says on the paper. Now, what's my thought? My thought is I'm behind. I'm behind. But if I'm coaching myself, so what? So what I'm behind? First of all, it's only January 18. It's still possible to record four extra podcasts between now and January 31st, right? Well, yeah, but... But what? Yeah, but I'm off track. And so what? You're off track. Well, I'm always behind. Ah, now that's interesting. So this isn't a new thing. This isn't about the podcasts this month, is it? This isn't about COVID or feeling sickly or canceling flights and appointments. Hmm. Let's try it again. On my January calendar to-do list, I wrote, record four extra podcasts. And the data is that as of today, I have recorded no extra podcasts. So, Michelle, what's your thought? Hmm. Well, my thought is it should be different. I should have recorded one each week. And now I can't. It's the third week. Is that true? Well, how am I supposed to ever build some wiggle room and some ease into my life? How am I supposed to ever get ahead and not be scrambling every single week? Okay. Well, let's answer those questions, Michelle. How are you supposed to get ahead and not be scrambling every week? State your thoughts as thoughts, not questions. Okay. My thought is I'll never build wiggle room and ease into my podcasting life. I will never get ahead. I will always be scrambling. So the circumstance on my January calendar to-do list, I wrote record four extra podcasts. And when I think about that, the thought is I will never get ahead. Hmm. Interesting. So, Michelle... How do you feel when you think that? When you look at the plan on your calendar today and you think, I will never get ahead. Now here, listen, we often feel lots of things, sometimes only one, but we want to choose one feeling for this model. And you can do other models with other feelings. But when I think it's January and I will never get ahead, I feel what? Hopeless, angry, victimy, I don't know, ashamed, annoyed, I feel kind of broken, I feel kind of apathetic, overwhelmed, okay, I guess I feel kind of hopeless, but mostly I think what I feel is overwhelmed when I think I'll never get ahead with my podcast episodes. Okay. 
So when I look at my goal on my January calendar and I think I'll never get ahead and I feel overwhelmed, how do I show up? What are my actions when I'm feeling overwhelmed? Well, some of these are very long-practiced actions that I take when I'm overwhelmed. I look for things that might make me feel a bit better or a bit more productive. I use my time for lower or low-value activities in that attempt to feel a little bit more productive, a little more worthy. Things like, I've told you before, I buffer with laundry. I will do housework, emails, paperwork. I will do texts to check in with my family and friends. I will read and research ideas that I might want to write podcasts about in the future. And then I judge myself for being disorganized, or I scroll my phone, or I do Wordle, that word game, for a quick hit of dopamine. And I complain, and maybe I eat something. I look for all the evidence, all the evidence I've accumulated over the past 60 plus years that I'm disorganized and that I don't get ahead. And I make excuses that I'm ADD and that it's not fair that I caught COVID this week of all weeks and decide that it's impossible to record when my head hurts and my voice is as raspy as it is right now and I'm coughing. Actually, it's not true, but okay. And some actions that I avoid when I'm thinking and feeling overwhelmed, uh, I avoid sitting down and just grinding out the podcast. (laughs) And I don't focus on the evidence, the facts, that I'm not really behind. All the podcasts have got out weekly on time for over 70 weeks. And I don't spend time actually sitting down and planning out some topics. And I don't give myself credit for everything I've accomplished. And I don't ask for help. And I don't brainstorm with someone. So. Those are some of the actions, some of the things I do and don't do. What result do I create for myself with those actions? Hmm? I create I create more evidence that I will never get ahead. My result, I don't get the podcasts finished ahead of time. And I create a situation to just judge myself unnecessarily harshly about it. And as my coach says, punch myself in the throat about something that is actually optional to think. My thought is I'll never get ahead with my plan. And my result is I do not get ahead with my plan. We are always looking for evidence to support even the least helpful thought we have inside our brains, especially, especially when those Unhelpful thoughts are ones that seem true because we've been thinking them for a long, long time. FYI, if you're thinking something like, it's January and I'm already behind, my guess, just my guess, is that this is not a brand new thought based only on the circumstances you're encountering this week or this month. My guess is that this is a thought that you have used against yourself before. 
before January 2022, before pandemic, before COVID symptoms or canceled flights or headaches or staffing shortages, before kids being home, before supply chain interruptions and loved ones having different ideas about mask mandates and vaccines. You've had this thought before. So my client, me, Michelle, can use the model to gain some awareness of where I am actually colluding against my best interests. You know, I'm actually colluding against my own best interests with my unmanaged thoughts. You know, with everything going on in this world, in my life, feeling a bit sickly and rescheduling so many things. Why? Why would I choose to look at my plan to record extra podcasts in January and think, never mind, I can never get ahead, (laughs) right? It's a totally optional thought. But it's a practiced one. It's an optional thought that does not help me be compassionate to myself or look for solutions or ask for help. It's not a thought that helps me to stay focused instead of looking for, well, what do I do? I look for relief in low-value activities that make me feel a tiny bit less overwhelmed, a tiny bit more in control of my life, a tiny bit less helpless. So I told you a few weeks ago on the pod that there is a PDF you can download with the five-part model framework to help you do this self-coaching. The PDF will be available again through the show notes on this episode too. And if you want to experiment with it and then maybe book a free Zoom call to discuss how you used it, you can easily book yourself into my calendar through the links in today's show notes. Now, what we did today is what we sometimes call an unintentional model an unintentional model. It shows how our thoughts are creating our results unintentionally without our full awareness. Now we can use the model also to create an intentional model to help us create the results that we do want. And we're going to talk about that probably next time. Gives me a chance to use the model to create the results that I do want to illustrate it for you. So remember, your thoughts. Your thoughts are optional. And whether we like it or not, the thoughts that we are routinely thinking are busy creating the results we have in our lives. You know, as one of my fearless clients, not me, not me, said last year, it's not always easy realizing you are the one who's been holding yourself back most. Yes, there are circumstances and issues that complicate our plans, but let's not collude with those circumstances. So more about coaching, more about me and my podcast goals next week. And in the meantime, there's a lot going on, but you've got a lot going on, my friend. You've got it all going on. And where you are on your plan, it's only data. You're not behind. Data is something you can use to fine-tune that plan. What is, I'm going to try and remember it correctly, what is that Thomas Edison quote? I didn't fail. I found 
2,000 ways not to make a light bulb first, and then one way to make the light bulb work. Right? What dark room would we be living in if we all gave up in early January when we were behind? Okay, veg heads, veg your besties. You've got this. Keep noticing those thoughts. Download the model PDF, play around with it for yourself, and let me know if you want to discuss how to use it in your own life. And hopefully next week, you'll hear my voice back to normal. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best.